Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for August 21st. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Puya. How you doing, Puya? I'm doing well, Taryn. I have a feeling this might be a sad one today, but ultimately for me, it's all about the fact that we're getting the feeds, we're getting the show. I'm going to remind myself that's my theme this season, and that's all I'm going to keep saying. So I'm just happy to get to talk about it today. Yes. Uh, yeah. Look, enjoy what you have. Exactly. Uh, what the last, you know, what, five months have, should have taught us at this point uh, is to enjoy what you have. Um, so we are here to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 22 live feeds. It was day 16 in the house and we got an eviction. We got a new HOH. We've got new targets and we're going to talk about it all. So start of the day, Nicole, Anthony and David were on the block heading for eviction. Kaser made a last minute push. Uh, one more try to try and get these votes flipped to keep Nicole. Um, and it, it didn't work. Uh, he went to Memphis. He was like, Memphis, I need you to promise Nicole that if you, if it goes to a tie, that you'll vote to keep her. Uh, and Memphis was like, why? So she needs to know so she can guarantee for other people and then we'll get the votes. Memphis was like, you don't have the votes, man. Uh, and he's like, I do. I do have the votes. Uh, and he's like, you don't have the votes. I guarantee it. You're just screwing yourself over. To, to, later tonight, when you're in trouble, we're going to have a conversation. And I'm going to say, I told you so. Because uh, you don't have the votes, Kaser. But look, if it'll make you happy, I'll talk to Nicole and I'll tell her I'll break the tie in her favor. Bless his heart. Like, homeboy is trying. He's trying to do, I, I loved his like 
Braveheart speech he did the other day. He's continuing to try and make something happen. Obviously, this is kind of going to fall into de- deaf ears. You talked to Bobby yesterday, and Bobby was like, give me the odds. Give me the odds of Nicole saying, you're like, no, it's just not going to happen. You didn't even give no a number. Odds. Yeah. You knew. You knew. We knew. Like, all of this, this whole day, all we're seeing is, I'm like, this ain't going to work. I like that you're trying. You have no other choice but to try. It's not even going to hurt you any more than you're already hurt. Just do what you got to do. But it was kind of sad watching it. Obviously, it's not It's not going to do anything for anybody. Um, and yeah. Yeah, um, I, I I mentioned this on Twitter that I feel like Kaser is 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 the, the big brother Sisyphus that he just he keeps trying to push that rock up the hill um, and just to watch it fall back down. Um, and uh, but you know you know what you know what he is Camus Sisyphus because he accepts the absurdity of it and he goes back down that hill with a smile on his face because he loves big brother uh so that's that's the attitude that we need to take uh as we watch the day play out um so memphis does let nicole know okay look case you want me to tell you i'll break tie if it goes if it gets there she's like i'm sorry <laughs> i know um and then they they talk to christmas and christmas is uh like he goes to christmas and he's like hey we we got we got memphis we got memphis uh and christmas is like okay um and then she talks to nicole and she's like nicole this is too much this is this is not this is not this the foundation is shaky uh and she just kind of like uh unleashes on Nicole about like the frustration with Janelle and Kaser. Nicole goes and cries to Danny. Um, and that was pretty much the day uh before the eviction. Yeah. And the the last, you know, the whole Danny Nicole scene was sad to see. Nicole was pretty much like just I don't even want to go into sequester. I just want to go directly home. I want to see my family. It's disheartening. It's it's a tough position for Nicole to be in. It's a tough position for anybody that's not in that main core to be in. And we'll get into this later on, talking about what the main, the core people, the main people are talking about and how they perceive the house guests that are on the outside and how they talk about it. Um, Spoiler alert, I'm not happy about some of it, but I'm going to leave it to that. Let's just go into the vote and say goodbye to Nicole. All right. Well, we go to the eviction episode, of course. It is a 10 to 2 vote with Enzo casting a funny little hinky vote uh, for Nicole to stay with Kevin also voting that way. Now, prior to the eviction, uh, Kaser and Janelle had talked about just voting for Nicole anyway, just in case Um, they do not end up doing that. I'm not entirely sure why. I assume that they were told. Don't bother. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things where writing's on the wall. Might as well not. I know that they're not really of that mentality, but I think it just ultimately came to it's an empty gesture. It'll mean nothing. Like, let's just vote with the side anyways. And um, it honestly ended up being fine. I mean, Enzo was the one other person alongside Kevin that did vote that way. Um, But it just it didn't make sense for them to do so. So I imagine they were like, she knows we like her. It's fine. She doesn't need our vote. Also, like uh, Julie making it seem like the Memphis Alliance is the alliance that's running the house. Uh, yeah. Telling, because here's the thing. After Enzo was like, 
blasted by by Keisha when Keisha left. Like, I can't believe Enzo. Uh, Enzo gets away so clean in this in, in the immediate aftermath here uh, that uh, she comes out. Uh, Nicole comes out and Julie says, yeah, Enzo was the other vote for you. And this is the alliance that was working against you. That's running the house that Enzo is not a part of. Uh, like, oh, man, I guess Enzo was on my side and I could have picked him up. No. Julie, why are you covering for Enzo? It's a weird misrepresentation. It was a weird group that they put up there. It, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, I like, it's just, just it, I, I don't understand it, Taryn. I just did not understand any of it. Yeah. Um, like, I, I get that they're like, uh, they're only showing the Memphis Alliance, even though, let's be clear, in case you've forgotten, the Memphis Alliance, he calls it the committee, um, is all of those people minus Memphis, they don't consider him to be in the alliance. Uh, so it's barely an alliance, but they're using it as like the alliance of the house where like uh, years from now, people will be talking about uh, Memphis's alliance running the house for the first few weeks um, because they only watch the show and it'll be like, oh, oh, man. Um so I did talk to Nicole uh, or before the uh, the update. Um, I didn't want to just have it be an up uh, a, like a download session, right? Like uh, no. like only telling her information. But I did. I tried to uh, let her know that. Like, uh, did you suspect Day and Bay were also working with? God? Um, so uh, that should be that should be fun if you uh, want to check that out. I'm sure that'll be up at some point today. Um, but uh, we are going to get into the day after the episode because we see the HOH competition and Puya so close. This close. This close. This reminds me of Big Brother 20 when it was so close in, I think it was the double eviction where like, uh, or, or one of the evictions where like Brett was so close to winning and taking his shot. And then he and then didn't, he did and then it was over. Yeah, it kind of has that same feel to me as well, where it's like, it was very close, and it was we were so close to not getting the obvious result, the obvious week, and sure enough, things don't go our way. And, you know, Big Brother Twitter, if, if we may like, conversate for a second, and I, we need to stop making change.org. I just think I need to say, I need to be the one to say this to you. We need to stop putting out petitions for everything that happens. Like, th- I mean, I was as sad as everybody else, but come on, come on. Yeah. Uh, Puya, though, <laughs> did you see that he pressed the button before the thing? Uh, yeah, like, that's the beauty of it. So he did. He did press the thing before the thing. But then also, if you look at it, and you do the math. The important thing is the math. Do your pluses. It's a three. He still has the majority number. He still has 12. If it's a four, he has more than that. So are you giving him more? Are you, do you want to give him more? It's, it's, it's not a thing. I mean, I, 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 so here's my one frustration. It has nothing to do with Tyler even, Taryn. It's that once you know that, hey, he has 12, why are you not taking your time with every shot? Let it take a minute. Line him up. Well, you only had 30 seconds. Oh, did you only have to, but still like they still had half the time left then they like, cause they both buzz in about 15 seconds in. They would have had 15 seconds. I mean, I, 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 I think Janelle had the right call. I think, I think that she screwed up the last one cause she was too worried about the button. Um, but 
she was right to be worried about the button because had she tied, which she almost did, uh, she would have been faster. Um, so, you know, it's close, 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 but no cigar. No, no cigar. No cigar for you. <laughs> Um, and you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of talk about like last night on the recap, like, uh, the, the game is broken. This, this is broken, but like we were like inches away from the game being cracked wide open, uh, here, like, uh, we got unlucky is I think the main thing that happened. And the problem is that now we've done like the two crap shooty competitions and it's going to go back to physical. It, that's the sort of historical thing, um, where like. The first HOH is physical. We get two chances, two chances of crapshooty stuff, questions and crapshoot. And then it goes back to like Tyler, Cody, Christmas are going to win everything. Um, and then we'll get like another crapshoot somewhere in the middle. Like uh, that's that's my that's the problem that that we we need to give ourselves more opportunities for the uh, the spread to go all over the place and not concentrated in the comp winners that's the problem in my opinion 100 percent. because you are right we're gonna probably get an endurance comp in one of these next two hohs that is kind of spoken for the group that has formed literally has all the physical specimens in it for the most part yes there's a chance that someone else could win because some of the outsiders are not like non-physical by any means but but the the format, the game is low key getting to that place of broken, especially if there's like a just run the gambit with the same people this season and that trend continues. There really needs to be a reshuffling of the deck. Big Brother Canada had to do it because our homeboy broke it. Yours has been broken for a couple of years and you need to really consider fixing it. Yeah, because here because here's the problem that. They've been doing the same competitions a lot. And when they finally started to change them, they made them more winnable, more predictable. Uh, so it is easy for Cody and Tyler and whoever to put together a group of people that are well-rounded, that can win all the kinds of competitions that they know they're going to face. Um, and their biggest threat is, OK, there's going to be a crapshoot. That's where we might screw up. Oh, wow. We just barely s- scraped by it. Now we're solid. Uh, And like that shouldn't be how it is. They should change the competitions up uh, and make things more difficult. Because, look, I don't think that an HOH would have saved Janelle or Kayser. I don't. Um, But it would have broken this game wide open. Could you imagine the amount of mess if Tyler is campaigning against Cody? If Cody is up against Enzo? Where does Tyler, Christmas, and uh, and David fall? Because they're the swing votes between Tyler and en- uh, Cody and Enzo. Um, what happens if Tyler's against Enzo? What happens if uh, Danny is up against Cody? Like, there are so many different things that would blow this whole alliance open if if just one person not in that group won an HOH. Uh, that's what makes Big Brother so good. It, it's it's what makes Big Brother work, is that the people not in power can win an HOH and break the whole structure open by having power. And it's hard to do that when there aren't enough of these kinds of competitions and we came so close. So, so, so close. And... And I think we're in that in that place right now and the side of the timeline where should something like that have happened this week, it's early enough, but it's also getting to like there's more of a game going on now. 
that it really would have opened things up. I know that part of me was thinking about it yesterday, not so much since we've seen some stuff that people deciding which one to take out could also do that in a way, in an indirect way of like trying to break it open because people have stronger opinions of who they want out. Um, but ultimately this, this maybe next week, there's still a, there's still a hope, but if we get to one or two more weeks, it's pretty much going to stay solid until the group itself decides to turn on one another and their hand isn't forced earlier. Yeah. The earlier it breaks up, the more likely there is for stuff to go sideways for everybody. Yes. Um, and, uh, and again, though, remember like, uh, you know, be, be grateful. Be grateful for what we have. Oh, yeah. um, and if it like uh, it doesn't need to stress you out. It's just a game. It's, we're just having fun. Um, it's just, uh, you know, things don't go your way sometimes. That's what makes the victories all the sweeter. So, yeah. All right. Tyler is our new HOH. And we get the feeds back very briefly. Um, and then they go back, go down again. People are like, aha. We knew it. Tyler is being disqualified. Uh, there's something about Tyler that makes people want to disqualify his HOHs. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know if people think that there's always an asterisk next to his name for him, uh, whatever the case may be. But it was it was a funny couple of hours seeing people convinced that, hey, they're redoing it. They're recalculating. This is over. This is not over. But um, it, it was over. Yeah. Um, feeds come back. Janelle is talking about how she just had some kind of blow up with Nicole. Just Nicole. Cole Franzel is just Nicole now. It's going to get so hard happy. to get used to. I'm not talking about Nicole Anthony anymore. I'm talking about Nicole. Um, I've, like <laughs> saying Franzel had gotten used to that. That was fine. But I'm just more happy now that the confessionals, the diary rooms are no longer going to have Nicole A, Nicole F. I'm okay with that being retired. I'm just happy that I'm not going to have to listen to another conversation of, so I was talking to Nicole, which Nicole, <laughs> the, you know, short one, the one with the, glasses, Nicole, a. I was talking to Nicole a. and then we were talking about uh, this and then Nicole, which one, Nicole F? No, Nicole A. Uh, no more. Done. Um, I believe that uh, it, yes, it had to do with the have nots um, that uh, um, Nicole is planning on. Uh, choosing Janelle for uh, for the have not. And they had some sort of altercation. Uh, it was later described as like, that wasn't really even that bad. So don't get your hopes up, guys. Um, but Janelle is still kind of like hyped up from it. Um, yeah. And Day asks her like, what what is the beef there? Um, and Janelle finally explains like, okay, so it all, it started with, the Amazing Race. That's 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 what my problem with her is uh, that she betrayed. She backstabbed my friend Rachel on the Amazing Race. Um, she says that uh, that it was uh, day was like. So what? Wait. So how? What happened? What went down? And then I was like, um, I can't, hold on. <laughs> it was something to do with. Uh, and I can't really remember it either. We need Puya. We need a survivor like. Poker Alliance flashback yeah. of the Amazing Race to get the backstory here because I don't want to have to go back and watch that episode. No, I, me neither. It's, and, and it's a slam dunk, right? It's, it's just show on your own network. You're free promoting yourself and it's going to be coming around and taking over that survivor slot in the fall anyway. It's good. 
you know, crossover, good. You're going to bring the backstory in for us. That's good. And we finally get to understand, you know, what is the root of this beef? Because it has been something that has been spoken about for a minute. And ultimately, it boils down to there was a U-turn at hand and Nicole ratted out the plan to somebody else to get Rachel have the U-turn use on her, even though the Big Brother people had like an understanding, an alliance of we're not going to go after each other. And again, don't take it as gospel because I also do not remember accurately, but I believe that's what it was. Ultimately, it's a case of she broke my trust. That's what it is. Oh, she broke my friend's trust. Uh, my friend's trust. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So let's get back. To the show. Uh, it, it's, 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 it was interesting watching the fan base sort of like cope with this information because they were so convinced that Nicole was lying about Janelle being upset about that. Um, but uh, it is what it is. Janelle says, don't trust her in this house. I know what she is or what she does. I couldn't tell. Um, but uh, she also says, uh, Nicole, she's the biggest wimp in this house. I will destroy her. Listen, I don't advocate for going after each other and being aggressive towards one another and roasting one another. I feel like this is the civil war I've been waiting for. So I'm very okay with saying that. I, I want to know what the exchange was because, and I can't stress this enough, a lot of this start of the feeds after the blackout for two hours what stems 100% from that have-not kerfuffle. And until I see exactly what was said, I can't really figure out what went on. But what I do know is that Nicole piped up to Janelle. Janelle was like, no, 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 no. You do not do that to Janelle. And now Janelle's ready to go in on Nicole any chance she gets from here on out. So she said it. She said it to Kevin a bunch. She's mentioned she better not be in the same rooms as me because it's going to go down. So. Mm -hmm. Um, this is, uh, we are, this is, uh, this is a Janelle. I feel like, uh, I feel like we haven't seen this Janelle since, since six. Yeah. I, I think the, the bye-bye bees is going to come through. I really yeah. do. That's where we're at now. Um, just don't let her near any alcohol. She'll, she'll black out and start calling, <laughs> start calling Nicole, uh, lots of things. More so uh, than what is being said now, even. Yeah. Um, so Ian 
is going to talk with Danny, Cody, and Nicole. Yesterday, I talked about how they were trying to solidify a group of four, and they are going to, in fact, solidify it last night. Uh, they did that. Ian, the and, and this is just... History keeps repeating itself with these <laughs> players. Um, as we know, Danny, Cody, and Nicole are already in an existing alliance um, with Enzo the core four yes. um, also with like 15 other people, but whatever. Uh, and Ian comes in, he's like, let's solidify this. Uh, and they're like, yeah, we got to name it. Ian, why don't you name it for us? Um, and I was like, flashbacks. <laughs> like this is, this is Dan, Brittany, Shane, uh, Danielle. Um, just after they got finished talking with, uh, with Boogie and Frank about the silent six. Um, and, uh, and Ian comes in and he's like, Hey, let's solidify this. And they're like, all right, Ian, name it for us. And he goes, how about this quack pack? Uh, this time, this time he goes, got it. Been thinking about this. Prime four. Four prime. Four, four prime. prime. Prime four makes more sense to me, even though it still doesn't make sense. But no, it's it's four prime. Yeah, it's it's four prime. It it's really funny how even a similar situation happening immediately took me back to me being 20. Like it took it shaved eight years off my life in a span of like five minutes. It was insane. I don't understand this name, really. I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan. If we had to chart the the alliance name so far, there's been some like meh ones. This is just a questionable one to me. And I like that Ian's additional um, factoid to this was, and and if we want to bring in a fifth person, it's five prime or six person, six prime. Like just, let's just tack some numbers on it and just keep calling it prime. Yeah, he's like, we can make it five prime, we can make it six prime, which is like, we can make it make sense or we can make it not make sense again. Um, <laughs> I, 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 look, I'm sure it makes sense. Like we're the dumb ones. We don't understand what he's referring to. Um, But but in the meantime, it doesn't make sense to me. He'll explain (laughs) it to us in the diary. I'm sure of like what, what the, what the root of this name is and why it is for prime. Um, Yeah. He, he, and he keeps talking about like uh, the, um, he's like, uh, what, what do you call it? The Joker's, uh sequence he was like the the joker sequence this week is that uh memphis wins safety suite saves one of janelle or caser and then one of them wins the veto um and they were like what is the jokers what is that he's like oh it's a gambling term uh it just means like worst case scenario uh (laughs) i love you i like the name the joker sequence for an alliance for whatever reason i feel like that would be a fun name to be a part of um so this is the alliance for prime um and he says that hey we should solidify something with tyler we should make it five prime with tyler um but again they're gonna push back pretty hard we don't want to make it seem like we're just going to the hoh like oh now you're hoh we're gonna pull you in and he's like i mean you get along with him already right like it's not like that would be weird and i feel like it's pretty natural to go to the hoh include the hoh on the alliance that you're making um and they were but they were still like nah (laughs) um so they pushed back pretty hard on that um the anti-joker sequence that was it that was it something like that yeah um or maybe not sequence at all i don't know i couldn't remember i was late 
Yeah, it was late. I mean, you had been sitting there with bated breath for two, three hours, and then we finally got feeds. And then it was a little slow to start. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to blame you. I'm not going to hold you on that. It's fine. <laughs> We're fine. Um, so he also is going to unload a ton of information on Janelle. Um, he says that, uh, yeah, she's been saying your name like this whole time, Cody, that uh, you and Tyler are running this game, uh, that, uh, like all of this stuff. Um, and he's, they're like, uh, do they, does she think that you're working with her? And he's like, um, mm, she thinks that I like am willing to work with her. Basically anytime she talks, I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, like nod my head. Um, but like, I don't want to get her stink on me. Uh, like, uh, like that's, that's bad news. Uh, she's just, she's not good at the game and, uh, I don't want to, I don't want her to take me down with her. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I did see a lot of people angry at seeing this exchange go down last night. Ultimately gang, here's the, here's the reality of the situation. Janelle right now is the easy one to rib on, to roast, to talk smack about because no one's going to hold it against you. It's a bonding agent at this point. Talking smack about Janelle solidifies you with other people. He has to do it. He really has to. There's no other choice for him right now. He could feel amazing with her. He has to do it for his game. So as much as it hurt to hear the stuff that was being said, and I'm sure some of it he really feels about strongly, but he has to behave this way. He has to talk about her this way to solidify some things for himself. Whether they're real or not, whether they're going to work for him or not, he has to do what he can to separate himself from Janelle, who's obviously one of the prime targets this week. Well, and, and also, I mean, I I think he did believe when Nicole Anthony told him that Janelle and Kaser were laughing about, you know, tricking Ian away from Nicole Franzel. He seemed to believe that at the time. He was like, Janie, 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 what are you doing? Because, <laughs> um, like, what incentive does Nicole Anthony have to lie about her allies that are trying to keep her in the game, right? Um, so I think he believed that, and I think that he genuinely is, like, a little bit upset with Janelle, and I think that he also wants Janelle to go home and definitely wants Kaser to stay, that we know yes. that has always been his motive. So, um, so he's doing that, but... This is going to backfire a little bit for Ian because uh, Cody, even in the moment, is like, you waited to tell me just just now? Uh, it's been days. And he was like, oh, no, actually, she told me like weeks ago. And he's like, you waited weeks to tell me this? <laughs> um, and then after Ian left, they were like, OK, first of all. What does four prime mean? I have no idea. Uh, and then second, they were like, can you believe he waited to tell me that that stuff about Janelle until now? Like, what what the hell? Yeah, I um that that is obviously sketchy when you only get the information when it's the most convenient time when there's an HOH that just came through and you're trying to solidify something. Obviously, that's not a good look. I I do 100% subscribe to what you've talked about these last couple updates where I think Ian believes he can have Kaser. If Janelle leaves, first claim to Kaser is Ian and I think that's a good place for him to be. I think that's someone he wants to have in the game for his own benefit. So I do think that the more and more he tries to ham up the Janelle thing, the more and more it's also trying to push the Janelle agenda so that the Kaser agenda is left unopened. Yes. Um, so we'll see. Uh, the 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 line of the day is we get Janelle and or Kaser out. We're not leaving the other one to slide by. We are then going to get the other one out. Um, we are not gonna. We are not gonna leave. 
uh, Australia in in risk uh, to just sit there because they're not a threat anymore. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna finish them off. Yeah, and it's Cody, I to me, Cody is the loudest person about this as well because mm-hmm. I think I think we've talked about how Cody has wanted to target Kaser from early on more so than Janelle even, and I think he's very much seeing the writing on the wall of like most people are gonna edge for Janelle. So I need to make sure that Kaser is the next one. Again, the, the whole thing of these two being talked about every time is because most people are not looking at them as numbers anymore because they feel solid. They look at them as, this is my two-week safety pass. So long as we get these two out, that's two weeks that I'm just safe. So it just it's convenient for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, Janelle is going to talk with Kevin um, and they hash out their differences or at least they try to um, because they, I mean, they're in a position where it's like it doesn't make any sense to not at least a little bit work together, especially if one of Janelle or Kaser are going home and Kevin might as well pick up the other person. I mean, he'll probably end up on the block next to them and that won't be great. But like, what else does he have at this point to at least make some kind of uh, a relationship with them just in case uh, there's no reason for them to be against each other. Uh, and they try to have a conversation. Kevin asks Janelle, look, I heard in the, that in the first week that you were campaigning against me. And Janelle is kind of like, nah, not really. Like, he was like, I heard there was a big push last minute. Um, and Janelle was like, nah, we were just like told that the votes might still be up in the air, like uh, by day. So it was like, it was just a weird thing. I wasn't really pushing though. Uh, and he's like, okay. I also heard that like, I was called like a floater and not valuable in the game and that I was a liar. Um, I heard that you said those things. And Janelle's like, what? No. No, never. Why would I say those things? Definitely not. Um, and you can literally see the disbelief like on Kevin. Like he's he does not believe her, nor should he. She's, she's lying through her teeth. Yeah. Uh, first, this conversation should have happened last week. I don't even think it would have had the repairing that it would have needed last week, but it should have happened far sooner than right now. Um, and B, Kevin just isn't buying any of it. Kevin has been Ke- Kevin is probably the main person you want to point a finger out of making Nicole a think Janelle's not with her. So I think that this was a conversation that in the moment I'm watching, Oh, this is good. This is happening. But the more you sit and watch there, it's like, he, he doesn't, he's not going to take any of this at all. Yeah. And, uh, but she does try to tell him like the truth after this, which is that Memphis is a wild card. Um, but you can again, see the disbelief on his face because it started with the lie that he knows isn't true to the truth. <laughs> that he suspects isn't true. Um, And I don't think he really believes it. So she says, look, Memphis honestly doesn't believe that there's an alliance. He's not as sophisticated as you think, Kevin. Uh, He he does not know what he's doing. He made a really dumb decision that screwed my game, screwed his game and screwed, uh, screwed Nicole's game. And and Nicole is a casualty of this dumb decision. Uh, And Kevin is just like, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Look, Janelle, it doesn't matter what happened in the past. I know you're lying to me, basically, is what he's saying. <laughs> I don't care. The only thing that we need each other moving forward. That's the only that's, that's what matters. Um, and uh, like, you know, we'll, we'll I'm glad we're clearing this up, even though I don't believe you. But we'll pretend that it's cleared up, even though you're not telling me the truth. Janelle also talks about she's like uh, like these Cody he's running this house he came to me on we on night one 
he was like, hey, I want to work with you. And I was like, no way. Why would I work with you, Cody? Uh, I'm not going to be on the bottom of an eight person thing. That's not how I roll. Uh, and Kevin's like, well, at least you were asked to be in an alliance. <laughs> yeah, at least you were given the evite. Like, I didn't even get the invite. And I think most of us can speak on that. You always want to be asked, even if you're going to say no. At least let, at least give me the invite. So I feel, I feel for Kevin in that moment. I do. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, it's, it's again, though, like uh, Janelle. That's like you've played four times. A basic Stop tenet talking. of Big Brother is that you cannot say no to alliances. You don't have to be loyal to Cody, you just have to say yes and then work from there. Like, that's, that's why? Four times. Like you said, four times. Most, more than any other player of Big Brother ever. You, you always, I mean, always say yes. Um, someone who we will not name once said you can bounce checks in this house. That is still a fact. That is still a thing you can very much do. Just say yes to everything. And then do whatever you really want anyway. Just be just be sly about it. Be quiet about it. And then I'm also a proponent of stop giving all your info to people, especially when it's someone you've not really had good ties with this game. Come on. Stop. Yeah. Uh, Cody's going to talk with Danny and Nicole. Uh, this is after Ian leaves again. Uh, Cody wonders who the two votes were. He's like, who are the two, the two votes? Nicole. Uh, and they're like Kevin and uh, maybe Kaser. Um Danny says it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let's not get caught up in this. Uh and Cody's like I just thought like maybe something was doing someone was doing something funny, but yeah, yeah you're right. It doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh this this Hanky vote doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Uh, nobody cares. No, I mean it was one vote. It wasn't two votes. So automatically, it's it's a lot harder for them to be like, well, it was Kaser and Janelle. And now that, the, again, the, the fact that there's two very clear targets, this is not going to be that big of a deal. And I think a lot of them smartly know that we shouldn't be making this a bigger deal than it needs to be because it's an easy week. Let's not upset the apple cart. Let's not do anything that can cause any issues. Let's just move on from it. Yeah. So, uh, Tyler going to start talking to people after the hoh room reveal uh tyler finally the first hoh to actually do this properly uh just has a series of one-on-one conversations with many of the people in the house which is great you have an excuse to do it you can use it to bond with people make them feel comfortable with you make them feel yeah. heard uh and he does all of those things uh he talks with kevin he says you're good this week uh don't worry about anything um and uh kevin appreciates it and all of that um in the meantime danny is going to talk to nicole uh by herself she says uh look nicole tyler's gotta go He's too good at these things. Um, like, uh, and, and Nicole's like, yeah, no, no, later though. Uh, and she's like, yeah, yeah. Like after Janelle and Kaser and Day and, and Bay go home, then we're taking the shot at Tyler as soon as we have the opportunity. And they're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. This is, I just want to emphasize, this is how much of a slam dunk week they believe it is. And it actually is that, they're actively talking about taking out the HOH holder during the HOH holder's reign. Like, this is how much they don't need to worry this week. And, like, this is honestly 
And I know that I don't know what people's opinions are that, oh, Tyler didn't need to win anything. He was in a good spot. This is the quintessential. This is the Derek Lavasser win of I'm going to take out Devin. It's what the house wants. It's easy. I get to have an HOH reign, which is good for my alliance to know that, hey, I can get stuff for us. I can get I can deliver what we need. And you take someone out that you're not really going to be pissing anyone off. It's the obvious pick. So I think more, more than anything, this was the right time for him to win one and then go into the background so no one can think of him throwing stuff again. What's funny is that Nicole Franzel had this exact conversation about Derek Lavasser in week three of Big Brother 16. Yeah. Um, so, uh, again, history repeats itself. Um, Danny is also going to talk with Kevin. Uh, Kevin lets her know about his conversation with Janelle. Uh, says that he did not believe Janelle because she denied talking about him in the first week. And he knows that's a lie because Nicole told him. Um, so, he uh, also lets her know that uh, because Janelle told him about the Amazing Race thing, he lets Danny know that, yeah, it's the Amazing Race thing that she, that she that's what she told me. Um, then uh, Nicole is going to talk to Tyler and they talk about getting taking out Janelle because, look. America votes on things. This yeah. happened in Tyler's season. America voted to give people powers. Um, that was only two seasons ago. It would, they would be surprised if on an all-star season, there wasn't some sort of America votes to give powers thing. Uh, so if there was any reason to not get rid of Janelle now, that's a reason to get rid of Janelle now because she's going to win any kind of power if she stays long enough we know that the safety suite is this week which means it's next week might be america votes on a power we can't let her survive to next week so listen from the pair that's being targeted there's one that i like more there's one that you like more it's the one we both like hey dummies remember the time that caser won a house vote 82 percent public vote <laughs> To come back in, 5 million people voted 80, 82% of the vote. Remember that? Why are you being stupid? I'm okay with you being stupid. But the idea of, hey, Janelle would get the votes and Kaser wouldn't is so naive. And the additional naive is even pretending that Nicole from last season, who was a reigning America's favorite house guest, would have competition for Nicole is also silly. Um, but I do think, Karen, we need to look at this. Maybe having America's favorite is a curse because like if a third person goes out, that was the reigning America's favorite from their season. We need to look into this as a statistic. Mm. It's not looking good. America's favorite curse. I mean, James made it to final three. Yes. Yes. So that's something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I mean, to be fair. Johnny Mac was always the America's favorite in our hearts. Oh, and he hasn't even been brought back. No, no. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, and I mean, if I'm being honest, this is very good reasoning. Uh, and, and like, as much as I like, I love Kaser, I do think that Janelle is multitudes more likely to win a power than Kaser is, even though I think that with Janelle gone, Kaser will win one. Um, right. That, uh, that like, you know, Janelle is even more likely. Uh, and, you know, if, if there's also some sort of like battle back that involves America's vote, like what happened with Kaser, uh, then they are hoping that like Keisha or Nicole might be able to give Janelle a run for their money um, because they were also fan favorites, but uh, they are not holding out too much hope 
because uh, they see the writing on the wall. They know that Janelle, who is Janelle, is also the underdog and that she is the fan favorite and will win any sort of power. Uh, But that is actually bad for Janelle because it makes her more of a target. Yeah, you're more likely to want to get rid of her now, especially because their whole thing is they're worried that next week something will come into like position for them to win. So let's get her out now before it's too late. It's kind of the mentality they're going with. And for multiple reasons, I feel like Janelle is the right move for them anyways. So mm-hmm. just like, uh, I wish Janelle hadn't played in the first week's competition when she didn't need to. Yes. I, I wish it was clarified. That would have been incredible, but <laughs> you know, we have to, we have to deal with this. Uh, what's going to be a mundane and probably of the three weeks, this is the most like, very easy to say safety suite's not going to matter all that much so oh yeah um just just cancel the safety suite at this point this is yeah. pointless <laughs> it's it's moot we really don't need it um tyler and christmas are gonna talk uh and she says janelle right He's, i have to i have to it's an easy week she's been saying my name this whole time like uh what like i have to um so uh they then go on to name their alliance, finally, the two of them, uh, they call themselves the Carolinas. Um, now, Tyler briefly was like, wait a minute, like North or South? North and South. North. What if we named ourselves North and South? Uh, or North and South are the Carolinas. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, if he has like coast to coast and North and South. <laughs> This guy, he's got he's got a subtle sense of humor. Maybe not that subtle. Um, subtle to Christmas, at least. Um, but uh, Christmas preferred the Carolinas. So uh, they're sticking with the Carolinas. Yeah, well, like he also tried last week to jokingly, but he tried to get six levels become yes. a thing. So I like the idea that he likes to parody himself. I'm mm-hmm. a fan of that. I enjoy that. But yes. yeah, again, the Carolinas doesn't spark like excitement, but... It's fine. It's still I, I, that versus four prime. Which one do you like better, Karen? <sighs> if you have to pick, you have to pick. Look, I've I've been pretty rough on Christmas and her enthusiasm for like uh, different like military names. Um, but like she's come up with some good ones, like six degrees, even like even the incinerators. It's like at least. At least there's something like uh, Tyler is all about like uh, the, 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 the weird 80s glasses and the weird, you know, uh, like um, if I'm picturing like uh, like an image, a mood board for Tyler, it's uh, it's like very bright colors. Um, mm. You know, it's the Carolinas, you know, <laughs> he's not he's not about the renegades or the brigade or uh Maybe I could see him maybe going with Chilltown, but I think even that is too, it's too cool. It's too blue. Yeah, no, he, and he's not, a, he's not really all about the, uh, like, yeah, none of this, like the artillery or anything, like <laughs> yeah. the arsenal, none of that nonsense. Give him like bright, sunny summer motif, mm. fun in the sun names. He's more likely to take those. Yes. So uh, they, uh, they talk about the nominations. He says just straight up Kaser and Janelle. Memphis will throw the safety suite. Um, Christmas screws up Memphis and Enzo's names. She goes, uh, well, we'll like say we'll give uh, Memphis. I mean, Enzo, the safety. Suite. I was like, yes, I knew this was a thing. 
Did you ever think that you would have something in common with Christmas Abbott? Did you? I mean, we're also both jacked. So. <laughs> yeah. what You're both CrossFit queens and kings. Obviously. Sure. Yeah. Easy. Very easy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they talk about how if one of the, if one of Janelle or Kaser wins the veto, he'll probably put up like Kevin maybe, or somebody that he doesn't talk to. Um, easy. Christmas actually is like, uh, yeah, like maybe somebody will volunteer. Um, I was like, Chris, I don't think anybody you would volunteer. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Christmas is going to continue to work on like day and bay and like develop those relationships, uh, which is very good for Tyler. I do. I feel like, um, it's important for Tyler, especially with Danny being anti Tyler the way that she is. Um, Cody has control of all of those. Cody Franzel, uh, Nicole goes to Cody. Danny goes to Cody. Enzo goes to Cody. Um, like those people are locked in on Cody and will not choose Tyler over Cody under any circumstances, which means that Tyler needs to pull in everyone else. Uh, he needs, he has David and Christmas, but he needs more than that. I think that Tyler needs to continue to work on Bailey and Devon. Um, I talked about this last night on Twitch while I was watching the episode, but like the problem is for Tyler that, that Devon can get a little messy sometimes with telling lies and testing people and like uh, throwing information out there. And if he tries to pull her in, like in any official capacity, it might screw him up uh, and and he might get outed and that would just benefit Cody. So um, what I think he needs to do is just continue to work on his relationships with Davon and Bailey uh, and in particular get Christmas deeply, deeply embedded with them so that he has a source of information um, and a source of like uh, she's in their ear about him. Um, And I think if he does that, enough then i think that he is in a position to be able to counter cody and danny um potentially but it's it, this is this is the the game that we're probably going to end up seeing with uh with case and janelle on their way out yeah once and sadly when these two leave it ends up becoming i think the season's going to play out as a cody versus tyler and more so cody's side versus whatever tyler ends up making on the other side i think that's the direction we're going to be headed and 100 percent because again, this week, I think Tyler made the right choice of winning. It's an easy week to win. He gets a comp under his belt for the resume. That's all good. And then using this power, he can try and bolster some more relationships, knowing he's safe, knowing he's in a position of power, get some stuff going together. That's what Cody did with his first HOH and kind of solidify things that are continuing to pay in dividends for him. So I think Tyler needed that, but also... I think Tyler has stronger bonds with Christmas and David than maybe Cody has anywhere else. If we're yeah. going to compare the strength of the bonds. So um, I just, I just love that. Like, uh, I mean, again, we ke- I keep talking about like, um, you know, uh, history repeats itself. I, if I haven't made this clear enough on the updates yet, if you don't follow me on Twitter or anything, uh, Christmas is Tyler's Casey a thousand percent uh like this is this is tyler like she even like she plays the game like casey she wins well talks like she wins competitions like casey uh and she has this sort of like secret bond with tyler that nobody knows about and makes bonds with other people like literally bailey is looking at tyler like i think i can trust him but i'm not sure 
Let me go to Christmas and bond with her and see if Christmas thinks I should trust Tyler. Oh, Christmas does think I should trust Tyler. Uh, like that's exactly what happened with Bailey and Tyler and Casey in season 20. Um, like uh, down to the fact that they have now named their alliance based on geography. Uh, like this is this is Tyler and Casey so much. Yeah, no, I, I he's. Honestly, he picked the best person to emulate that exact same pairing with, too. I feel like the closest person to a Casey in this house would be the Christmas, both physically and then the capability of being in a position where people are just going to open up with you socially about and, anything. And being a loyal soldier. Exactly. And like Again, she's the one who brings up volunteering for things. Like She's more than willing to do anything for Tyler, I think, to, to a way that no one would do the same thing for Cody to that degree, I don't and I could absolutely see Christmas starting a website called uh, like the social strategy queen or something uh, where she talks about inventing social strategy. I could that that's totally a Christmas thing to do as well. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to I don't want to dream that right now. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. I mean, Christmas winning Big Brother All Stars talking about being a master of the social game. Um, what tattoo would she get to commemorate it? That's what I would like to know. She, hers would be like a, uh, like a gun or something. Yep. <laughs> that checks for sure. <laughs> with like, uh, with like, you know, uh, 16 bullets, uh, of <laughs> representing the house guests. Um, <laughs> all right. No, or maybe it would be maybe it would be a flamethrower, the incinerator. Flamethrower, yeah, that that could be the case. We could see that. Yeah. Um, So Cody is going to join them. Um, Cody talks about how they have been uh, like like these Janelle and Casey. They've been saying our names this whole time, pinning everything on the two of us. Uh, Like they 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 made this out. They they put this on themselves. Uh, like I, I approached them to work with them and they said, no, um, like uh, Tyler says, they, yeah, they, they literally they drew it up and now they are sitting in their drawing like uh, like what like what more could we have done? Um, they talk again about Janelle getting a fan power or fan vote battle back. Um, they talk about Janelle is just more dangerous altogether. Cody now agrees with this take. Uh, I think he saw her in that competition. He saw how close she got and he's like, all right. They're right. Janelle is more dangerous. Uh, we'll take out Janelle first. But then we cannot forget Kaser. Yeah, the added the added reminder. Yeah. So and, and um, the other thing with this HOH is that Janelle getting closest to Tyler is the perfect kind of results based thinking that can fortify Tyler winning as a good thing for him. It's like, look, I saved us. Janelle nearly won the thing like that would have been a problem. Um, I, and I, I'm curious. I'm very curious because I believe that Cody will put up Kaser next week. Should Janelle go out this week and Cody wins? I'm not sure if everyone else would just do that as well. I know that most likely that's what it's looking like right now. There's so much that can happen in a week, though, that I'm not feeling as strongly about that. There's a reason why the second person of a pair usually goes unforgotten. Mm-hmm. Goes forgotten, not unforgotten. What am I saying? Well, there'll there'll be twelve players um, yes. competing in the next HOH, but I do expect it's going to be like an endurance. Um, they're not going to have the safety suite competition for Sunday, which means they need some kind of co- competition. So unless they introduce another new one, 
um, they're probably going to want something like an endurance competition. And if that's the case, then I would normally say Ian, Kevin, uh, might have a good chance, but we'd also see Nicole and Danny, uh, doing well. Um, but lately, uh, the last endurance competition we saw Jackson won because it was like all about like, uh, having, have being tall and having good arm strength was was what mattered in that one. So if they are still going along those lines, then I could see like uh, Memphis or Cody, uh, you know, win that kind of endurance competition. So who knows? But uh, they do have some good odds uh, from a theoretical standpoint with, you know, Kevin, Ian, I don't think would go after Kaser. Kaser himself, uh, Day or Bay, I don't think either of them would go after Kaser. So that's five out of 12 um, at the very that's least. Awesome. And then you have uh, the idea that like maybe after a week's time, people are starting to think of other threats. Uh, so who knows? Yeah. And I mean, you know, we've talked a couple of times here about history repeating itself. We've talked about narratives. How crazy? I mean, I don't think it's going to be this way, but let me paint a picture for you. Let me let me give you an imaginary lesson. We walk into the backyard next week and Kaser's ass is on the line. He's in danger. It's looking scary. He might be in a winner go home situation. It's it's we're all shaking. It's the it's the pressure cooker. The pressure cooker. No, no. Puya, stop and, it. No, <laughs> no, he redeems himself, Taryn. He redeems himself. No, he ta- no, he's not going to. He's going <laughs> to give it to Cody. He's going to make a deal with Cody. He's going to say, okay, Cody, I trust you. And it's not going to be good, Puya. Don't put this into the universe. <laughs> well, I don't want it to be that way. I'm, I'm picturing it in the positive light. But now I'm scared. I take it back. No, I'm traumatized by season six, Puya. <laughs> having having watched that again before we did our... um are hypothetically speaking on him it still sucked to see it still was a gut punch again so <laughs> just thinking about it is a gut punch yeah Kaser, no stop <laughs> oh man um I, I mean let's not also let's not also forget the chance that janelle wins this veto um saves herself i think here's the problem i think if janelle saves herself i do think that everyone will continue to go after janelle a hundred percent. I don't she think Janelle be, squeaks by. Yeah. They'll take her out immediately. Kaser is the only one. And I think that's why from the two of them, I'm more willing to see Janelle go here is because beyond my preference for Kaser, the fact that Kaser will have at least a shot at longevity, whereas they're going to do everything they can to not give Janelle a spot in the jury. For sure. They're not going to stop at anything until she's out. Yeah. Um, so Danny is going to talk to Nicole, just fill her in on the Amazing Race situation. Nicole's like, yeah, that's, that's what I've been saying. Why, why did nobody believe me on the internet? Uh, <laughs> Day is going to talk with uh, Bailey and Tyler. Um, they, they kind of talk with him together at first, um, but then Bailey's like, oh, I don't want to make it like uh, we're talking to you in a pair. So she leaves. Um, and I was like, he kind of like did. Um, so he, he, he fills them in. He fills Day in. Uh, he says he's not sure about the replacement, but they'll decide as a group. The Slick Six, they're a thing. He's excited about it. They're all slick six. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tyler also talks to Danny 
He says that uh, them and Cody uh, should work very closely together. They should move as one. Um, and uh, because there's a lot of double dipping going on. And if they if they if her, him and Cody stick tight, then uh, then they can be uh, they can be good. Now, we know that Tyler does not trust Danny. So this is him trying to keep his enemies close, I believe. Yeah. And and we know that Danny doesn't want Tyler to be around for too long. So mm-hmm. she's also trying to just fortify have direct conversation with him so that this is kind of the evidence she can point at if anything's being thrown at her in an accusatory way of like, have you been saying something? So yeah, they're both just trying to cover each other's bases like with Mm -hmm. one another. Yeah. Uh, They talk about who Tyler would choose to play in the veto. If he gets house guest choice, Um, Tyler's like, Oh, I hadn't thought about it. She suggests Christmas. um, And I'm sure he doesn't want to give away his relationship with Christmas, but Mm -hmm. she also suggests what you should have Christmas do because she's so enthusiastic about these things. Uh, if you get house just guest choice, you should tell her to like, like raise her hand and be like, Oh, pick me. Uh, and then you can be like, okay, I guess Christmas. Um, and then it can like, uh, look like she kind of pressured you into it. You know, he's like, Oh, that's a great idea actually. Yeah. I mean, it, it, as long as if he can get to pick Christmas with none of the backlash of, are they really close? Then that's a good spot for him to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, though, I don't know if it's the right call. Um, right. It's yes, they, they need to beat Janelle. But um, if they don't beat Janelle, uh, I guess if they don't beat, I guess if. Yeah, never mind. It doesn't. It, it's fine. Uh, yeah, it's all right, it's if all right. Janelle stays, they want Christmas to be able to maintain her cover. But if she stays, it's because she won the veto, which means that Christmas didn't break her cover. So, right. It's fine. Yeah. Um, they talk about the day situation, um, that, uh, the day lied to them both. Uh, and Danny kind of admits that like, yeah, at first I thought you were lying, um, because you were so <laughs> defensive, but you're like me, like you get defensive when you're telling the truth. Uh, and he was like, yeah, it's like, it was annoying. Um, and, uh, like, they're, so they, they're talking about this again. They're kind of like, you know, clearing the air, but yeah, the vibes, bad vibes. This is an awkward conversation. Very awkward conversation. I I genuinely think, you know, it all goes back for them. The backstory here, it all goes back to the old Twitter. The tweets. The tweets. You can, if Tyler did his homework, he knows the tweets are there. Doesn't matter how they talk to each other. He knows where the truth lies. Danny also has not shied away from speaking her mind about how she doesn't really think that Tyler's for endgame material for her. This just, again, this is very much like lip service to, we're so good, man. We're so good. They lied to us, but we're together. We, we see through the nonsense. We, we're we're going to navigate this together. Where, in fact, I think both of them know you're really good, and I'm not trying to sit at the end with you. So I am going to keep you close, and then I'm going to be the one to take the shot first. Now we'll just have to wait and see who takes that first shot. Yeah, the, the tweets are to Danny and Tyler what the amazing race is to Janelle and Nicole. <laughs> That's right. And I and I, I think we're a lot less likely to see a Twitter timeline backstory pop up on the, the show as opposed to the amazing you mean race. We're one? not going to get footage of Danny writing the tweets and Tyler uh, getting sent screenshots from fans. Yeah, well, they'll show us Danny on the couch, kid legs on the coffee table, just like with her phone out, just doing this. And then we'll see Tyler sitting on the computer looking at it like this. Like they'll have to have a reenactor there for it. So unlikely, but. If they my, had the footage, they'd use it. My pick would be uh, Sexy Uncle Vito. Yeah. Sexy Uncle Vito plays both roles. That's yeah. how you enhance the, the momentum on that. Yeah. 
Yes, he can also reenact the Amazing Race for us. He can use Rachel's extensions. Mm -hmm. This is true. This is true. I I have a feeling, I have a gut feeling that Sexy Uncle Vito also does a mean Nicole impersonation. So he's got Mm. that down as well. Well, I'm just picturing the the Rachel extension. U-Turners grab a life vest! (laughs) Nicole! We got it. We got it. Um, (laughs) All right. So Tyler's also going to talk with Ian. Um, He uh, he tells him he's good. And Ian is kind of just like, cool. Uh, Great talk. Um, But Tyler's like, hey, man, man, stick around. You don't need need to leave. Come come sit on the bed with me. Uh, And I was like, Ian. Don't enter this viper's nest. <laughs> Don't do it. He's going to dan you. He's full on seducing Ian into a false sense of security and recruiting Ian. Or I think trying to at least have Ian be on his good side. But it's a seduction technique in the house of Big Brother that is that he's very good at. Sit on the back Tyler's next very to me. good at. Um, uh, to be fair though I guess I'd rather have uh, Tyler Dan him than Nicole Dan him yes I'm I'm very okay if someone's getting Dan if someone's Danning I would rather it be Tyler than Nicole 100% um, but uh, so Tyler comes and, and like here's the thing too like uh, the, the thing about the Dan Ian relationship is that like they were fun to watch because uh, they did have a very natural chemistry. Same thing with Tyler and Ian. Um, like Tyler got him to feel comfortable. They were like lying back in bed together, uh, just like chilling um, and talking. And like uh, you don't really see Ian like looking that comfortable all that often. Um, so it was it was a pretty good conversation. Yeah, and and I, and because we know that he wants to have Tyler be make it a five prime. I I like this relationship. I think it was a good move by Tyler and we'll see how long it'll take before Ian will inevitably try and make that happen once more. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I I do feel like, um, like this, this could be a path for Ian. If, if Ian decided to do a thing with Tyler on the side, now Tyler would probably tell them about it. Ian's just in a bad spot. Um, All right. Tyler's going to talk with David and Enzo. Um, they say that uh, safety suite, what do we do with it? Uh, use it on Enzo. Yeah. Yeah. People have fun with Like, uh, people want to see Enzo in a costume. Um, yeah. Uh, David is like, well, but do you want it to be, uh, have a punishment, be in a costume and be a have not at the same time? Um, and he's, Enzo is just like, it's my, it's my gig. It's my thing, man. This is literally the best thing that could happen, friends. He gets the safety, which he doesn't really quite need, but it gives him a goofy costume. He talks about how his son would be into it, but his daughter's over it. So <laughs> at least one of his kids will be into this. Well, they're, at least more, they're humans now. Yeah, they're humans. They're no longer baby, like six months old. <laughs> and it's one of those things where I think that this just further shows his superior social game in the house. It shows how much people like him. It puts him in a position where if I'm a viewer and I get to pick, I think after Ian Enzo's the next best person to be in a punishment because he'll play along with it and he'll make it fun. So I'm all here for this. This is a slam dunk decision because it did look like for a second there, the conversation was maybe we save Kevin and like bring Kevin in with the safety, kind of how Christmas did that with Ian. But 
the worry was, well, in case someone wins the veto, Kevin's a pretty like pawn to throw up there. So mm-hmm. let's not do that. Yeah, he actually said Kevin or Ian he would prefer or not save just in case. Just in case. Um, so Bailey is going to go and talk to Tyler as well. Um, they have uh, Tyler says he feels good about the six. He feels like they can they can get far together. Uh, that he would rather have Janelle go home. Um, and, but he's like he's disappointed about it. It's like it's so like uh, like they watched our season, right? Like they know that I was loyal to my group. Like I wanted to work with them so bad. I love these two people. Uh, like if Kaser had come to me in the first few days to work together, I would have been so pumped. Um, and like we know this is true because Tyler tried multiple times. He talked with Kaser a few times. Tyler said to Kaser, I would love to work with you. I think we both have similar outlooks on the game. I think we're both like good people uh and you know what's our we are loyal and we stick to our people um and like like hey i would love to work with you and then caser would like run to janelle and be like tyler and cody are too schemy we're like uh we're against them and it was like i know like it's it's again it's like guys if you had just done the thing yeah i think that when we look back at this season when we talk about these two in the future janelle and caser it all comes back to the first week where they were given invites. People came to their bank and were willing to invest some social capital in them. They held off on it, didn't do it, and then decided to instead spend anything they had in the bank on Keisha staying without taking any of the other things in. And by that point, everyone else had made their like bonds and they fell into the natural position that they always fall into, which is on the outside looking in as the beloved underdogs that they truly are. and. It's sad because we didn't think this would happen this season. We felt better about it, but they kind of like fell into exactly where they were 14 years ago. And it's disheartening, but honestly, as a fan of both, I can safely say that they kind of brought this onto themselves. So, yeah. And, and it's so upsetting too. It's like, cause like, man, if Kaser had taken up and I, I think I talked about this on the, on the update, like Kaser should jump on this. Like this is an opportunity. Um, and they, it was like, this whole game would be very different in terms of, uh, you know, who's in the ins and who's in the outs or at least. Um, but, uh, but man, it would be, uh, it would be much more interesting to see Kaser and Tyler be working together with Janelle there. But, oh, yeah. Not the case, not the case. Um, so he's talking to Bailey says uh, she's hoping that things, that they're saying they're real. They're like, nobody's laughing behind her back. Uh, and he's like, absolutely not that I'd be setting myself up for a lifetime of abuse on the internet. If I was doing that, I promise you, uh, I am genuine with you. I do not want to screw you over in any way. Yeah. I mean, you're putting up some faves, so maybe that abuse will come through in some way, shape or form. Oh yeah. Either way, like get ready for a world of hurt, but yeah, I, I mean, this was obviously like he has no reason not to do this, so there shouldn't be any worry there. Mm. And I mean, again, talk about history repeating itself. You've got a uh, player considered to be very good um, uh, starting to work on his relationship with Ian and pull him in while Ian makes uh, an alliance with people who are already in an alliance and uh, is doesn't have a great relationship with Janelle and kind of wants to see Janelle go home. Uh, this is Victor the 14th. It's back to front, literally. It's just the only difference being the name of the alliance. Otherwise, everything else is kind of samey, samey. Yeah. Um, so uh, we saw Dan 
go through targeting Janelle. It was not pretty for him. Mm-mm. He did survive it, though. Ken Tyler. We'll see. My gut says yes, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, so he uh, they also talk about uh, Tyler says, look, look. People like, they're acting like people are roped up that they're in these groups and that they will be in these groups forever. Uh, but we should be open to like remixing and not being stuck on sides. Uh, like, uh, like don't, don't think that this game is not fluid. Uh, and I, I think what he's trying to get across to Bailey in this moment is like, if you see me as being with Cody, like, don't think that I am stuck with Cody. Like we have a relationship too. Um because uh th- this is this is me like maybe reading into it a little too much because this is what I think Tyler should be doing. But um but like you know don't don't lump me in. Don't make the same mistake that Janelle and Kaser made and come a- come after me thinking I'm stuck with Cody because if you approach me instead, I might be open to what you have to say. Yeah, I think I think you know, I'm also a subscriber of, I think he's trying to f- break that fall early of in case there's paranoia rum- rummaging through her head in case she thinks that he is like stuck with glue with the people that he's being seen talking to. Tyler wants it to be known. That doesn't mean anything. I'm very much willing and we'll be going in back and forth and I'm going to be fluid. It's kind of the conversation that we saw. You, we actually saw the conversation last night with, David, the way David fumbled that entire answering, I think this is him opening that door up so that that thought doesn't even come to Bailey's head because he's preemptively made it known that it doesn't matter what you see. If we talk, you'll know we're fine and I can prove it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tyler's then going to end the night talking to Christmas. Um, and he says, uh, I can't tell. I can't tell if they fully trust me. I, I like because uh, because here's the thing. I don't think she does. And I think I think he sees that she doesn't, um, but he wants her to. Uh, but he sees that she doesn't. Um, and so he's like talking to Christmas, trying to get like Christmas to be like, what do you think? Um, because like in those it, it, like, again, in these conversations with Bailey, she keeps saying, like, I just don't want you to scream me over again. Like, I just don't want I, I hope you're not laughing at me behind my back. Um, and like, you don't say those things if you fully trust the other person. Um, and she even he even was like, uh, like, hopefully we can work together. And she was like, I'm not going to breathe until the veto is done this week. Like, like he might backdoor her this week. Uh, and right. he's like, no, no, like, I'll it's it'll be proven. It'll be proven to you. And like like he i think like there's that's a lot of that's a lot of suspicion that she's openly saying that she's not going to feel comfortable until she knows that he won't backdoor her this week yeah and the the that method of communication does not in any way spark confidence or shouldn't spark confidence with the person you're talking to if someone's talking to me like that i'm like i will leave that conversation and be like doesn't matter what i said she doesn't fully trust me and that sucks because I feel like I'd be working with her, but that's something you will carry moving forward of the fact that she's saying these things. I don't care how paranoid you are. That means that you and I are not on the same page completely. And that means I might have to look elsewhere or look at where you're going because you're definitely looking at other places, other avenues to be working with. And they're not with me as number one choice. Mm -hmm. So uh, though he talks to Christmas, uh, Christmas says, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's entirely squashed. 
but I do think it mostly is, um, which I do think is is true. Um, I think that I think that Bailey does feel good with Tyler. Um, we see her talk about Tyler in a positive way to like, honestly, she talks this. This is the problem, I think, is that Bailey speaks very highly of Tyler to everyone except Tyler. Like she expresses the most amount of doubt about Tyler to Tyler. Um, And to everyone else, she's almost always like very positive. She's worried that he's in an alliance with Cody and that he's working with the guys, especially now that David has said so. But beyond that, she's not like, Oh, he's a backstabber um, or anything like that. Um, So uh, like, I just, I I wish that she would just, uh, but uh, but again, like I, it's a different situation because I think from her perspective, she's just trying to be open because Bailey cares about the relationship. I think they both care about the relationship. Yeah. But I think similar to what happened last time and similar to like this dynamic that they have in their relationship is that Bailey puts like friendships and relationships first, which means even if it harms her game to tell Tyler that she's still a little bit worried. She's going to because she's not going to pretend anything to Tyler um, because that's that's messing with the you know, that's not genuine uh, to their relationship. Whereas Tyler, I think, sees it as I genuinely am friends with you and care about you, but Mm. I am not going to let you know that I'm worried about you because in the game, that's bad for me. Um, And so uh, I I think that they're both in similar places that they, they have different methods of vocalizing it and one is better for your game than the other and i think that you know i've definitely had different um friendships relationships before where people communicate differently there are people out there who will always remind you of your wrongdoing in some subtle way so that you never forget it so that in their mind the minute i stop reminding you that hey i i you once bad made they didn't wrong by me I need you to constantly remember me saying it verbally so that I know you're not going to look me in the eyes and do it again. So it's like a forgive and forget is one thing. But then the other thing is I cannot let you, I can't stop talking about it because then maybe you will forget about it. And maybe you will think everything's fine. We've reset and I can do it again. I think, I think it's definitely clear that she's friends with him. They're close. She doesn't want to lie to him about it. I, I agree with all of that. I still think there is also a part of her that does not want to go through this again, does not want to go through another season, another new opportunity again, only to get stabbed by the same person that did it last time. And by stabbed, I mean bested. It doesn't want that. Well, and, she, and she's dealing with a lot of trauma, like uh, mm-hmm. like because it wasn't even just that, you know, that she got she was betrayed by Tyler, but she also went through something traumatic in that house. Oh, yeah. um, and like there's there's a lot that there's a lot of like nuance and depth in this relationship and how Bailey is handling the game and the situation. Um, and so like it, it's it's definitely, um, you know, I, I think uh, it, it, a difficult sort of thing to navigate for both of them um but uh but but uh, but you know particularly for for bailey um so we'll see we'll see where it goes tyler's talking to christmas christmas says i don't think it's entirely squash but it mostly is um and that uh that bailey doesn't really say anything bad about tyler other than the fact that she thinks that he's working with the guys um so uh but here's the thing this is the thing nobody knows that you and i are together 
yeah, this is great. Um, and it and it really is. This is very this is like the most valuable relationship Tyler has in the entire house by far. Um, and the fact that Christmas is embedded with Bailey and Devon and with Janelle and Kaser to a degree, um, super valuable for Tyler, super valuable for Christmas. Um, this he has the most amount of like information, even though he doesn't have the most amount of power. Yeah. Yeah, he's just able to gather the blueprint without having all the agency, which is a I think is ideally probably the best position you want to be in because it gives you more options and avenues you can go to without having to like um, negate a deal or ignore someone or break a deal or any of that nonsense. And can I just say that as a as a Christmas um, roaster? I don't know. As as someone who wasn't into Christmas, (laughs) a Christmas um, roast. Yeah, yeah, it's a Christmas roast. Er, um, I I do want to say that I think Christmas is playing a pretty decent game more than any more than what I had expected. I feel like the bar was already very low, Taryn, but it's it's a little bit better at least. I mean, it's not a not exactly the hardest game to do when you're a person like Christmas, but the fact that she's able to gather as much information as she can and enough people talk in front of her, I think that's a pretty cool fact about her. Now that's cool. Yeah. Um. So. We'll see. I, I also want to quickly amend. I actually, I think Cody has the most amount of information right now. Um, mm. Tyler has the potential to get the most amount of information. Tyler shares all of his information with Cody, as does Christmas for the most part. Um, most of their information, at least. So uh, I think Cody is on top of the information more more so than anyone else in the house at the moment. But Tyler has the potential to do better because of his what he's got with Christmas. Um and Tyler uh, Cody also has the most power in the house right now. Um, but it might not always be the case because Tyler is nipping at his heels. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but that's pretty much the day. Puya, anything else that you wanted to bring up? No, honestly, uh, all eyes on the inevitable. Um, we're going to see. I mean, there's no other way about it because none of them are going to get safety from the safety suite. We're going to see them to go on the block. Whoever wins veto, if one of them does, the other's going. It's going to be relatively straightforward, but let's focus on, obviously the sadness is going to be there, but I don't want us to focus on that because we're going to go through that regardless. Let's focus on the other players, what they're going to do, who's going to make the chess move next, who's going to make the next deal, who's going to come out of this week with more agency because I think this is going to be a big week for, well, this is an easy solution. Let's not worry about who's going home now. Let's try and focus on the next step. I think a lot of people are going to try and play the next step. So let's watch what they're doing. And then let's be sad together about the divorce of Janelle and Kaser. Yes. So this is what you should expect. Kaser and Janelle on the block. The safety suite will not matter, but Enzo is likely to be saved regardless of the outcome. Memphis should be throwing it. Um, If the veto is won by either Kaser or Janelle, then the other one will likely go home with probably Kevin on the block to replace them. Um, Janelle will be the target unless she wins that veto. Uh, And I don't expect anything to majorly change from that with Tyler at the helm. Keeping everything calm will yeah. probably have a calm week, but who knows? Who knows? I mean, I would love nothing more than to come here next week and be like, well, I was wrong. We talked about it, but it wasn't the result we thought. I'd be very happy with that. You know, I would. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. 
All right. Uh, that's what we have for you for today. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren or Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong. Puya, where can people find you? Twitter at Puyaism, twitch.tv slash Puyaism as well. And if you would like to hear me talk about stuff that isn't Big Brother, you can go and check out the 90 Day Fiance for half a podcast. Yes. Um, t- you can uh, tune in today. We talked with Nicole Anthony. Uh, in her exit interview, asked her some questions about Janelle and Kaser um, and some other things. Make sure you check that out. We will also be talking to Erica Landon from uh, Big Brother 4 and the original All-Stars later today. Uh, so make sure you check that out as well. Uh, and of course, I'll be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 22 live feeds. And tomorrow night, the Legacy Watch Roundtable will be talking about everything that's been going on on the feeds for the week till then um and everything else how the how the game has affected each of these players legacies uh so far so thank you so much for joining us see you next time judy was boring hello then judy discovered jumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.